0: Hey, what's up? You're listening to Metric, the user experience podcast. I'm Michael Schofield. Sorry for the echo. My podcasting setup is in my kitchen right now. Anyway, it is October 20th, and this one is the temporal midpoint of the sprint. Ba-ba-ba. The two week sprint is totally arbitrary. We adopt the convention without really questioning the wisdom, but by such dogma of what's good for the gander, bake someone else's practice into our organizational infrastructure. The thinking is that two weeks is just about the right time to prototype, test, scrutinize, and deliver a feature. But is it? All it took was David Grant raising that question as part of the Facebook Journalism Accelerator about this time last year for those of us at Us to concede the point and, within a week or two, consolidate a one-week sprint. Basecamp, just being Basecamp, shrugs the sprint convention altogether and just published a book that largely makes it clear we're all just navel-gazing guppies trying to emulate other startups. Shape Up, which is the book, made me question what practical reason do we actually need backlogs or sprints, which was a refreshing reality check. I admit I find going without a backlog compelling, but that's another write-up. While reading about Basecamp's six-week cycle, it dawned on me that the key feature of the sprint is its temporal midpoint. That is, given any deadline, your activity declines until you're midway through a milestone before climbing. Why? You realize that time is running out. This is described by Daniel H. Pink as the uh uh-oh effect in his book When, The Scientific Secrets of Perfect Timing. Quote, After the first meeting, there is a period of prolonged inertia, then a sudden transition followed by a new, more productive direction. Human culture is organized around temporal milestones, the beginnings, middles, and ends of things, and so subsequently are our moods, hopes, productivity, and the like. The sprint is an arbitrary division of time we tend to conflate with the timeline of a deliverable, but after about a year of one-week sprints, I argue the deliverable is the least important aspect. Rather, the sprint is a structure for sustainably pacing our team's movement through a service provision by placing temporal milestones at advantageous points. We have the beginning. The beginning of the sprint is a fresh start. It's like New Year's Day. We make good on initial progress, keeping our resolutions. We're hopeful. The midpoint. The midpoint of the sprint is the ticking clock. It is, no lie, a stressor. It is designed to make you go, oh, shoot, and be honest with yourself and your squad about your progress. The ending. The ending of the sprint is the dropping of the curtain. Time's up. We touch base. We fist bump. We move on. Temporal milestones have different emotional tones, and the midpoint tends to be the more anxious. But knowing this, however, allows you to design for those emotions, providing another project management tool for templating a mentally healthy sprint. For instance, if the anxiety of the temporal midpoint is related to the buildup of to-do items you scramble to get on top of, what if we just reduce the number of to-do items? We can do that without reducing velocity if you just cut the sprint in half, from two-week sprints to one-week sprints. You move up the temporal midpoint significantly, which not only reduces the number of to-do items that got away, but literally reduces the stress period between midpoint and temporal ending. This is anecdotal, but I'll make a note to check the numbers, but I believe the temporal boon of the one-week sprint is a factor behind the increased um, greenness of the company's team health. At a glance, this feels Pretty counterintuitive, because surely one-week sprints equate to higher stress, but the reality is is that in the same two-week period, we have twice the emotional highs, beginning and ending milestones, and our milestone-related emotional lows are much briefer. Liking this episode of Metric is a super way to brighten my day. It helps signal to the great algorithms in the sky that this podcast was worth a few minutes of your time. If you prefer, you can get this whole thing written up in your email as soon as I publish it. Uh, Just subscribe to the free newsletter at metric.substack.com or just Google Metric UX, you'll find it. Um, But take that time to review and refer and help me grow the subscriber base. It means a lot. I need your help. All that said, just remember that the user experience is a metric. I'm Michael Schofield. Talk to you later.